Who are you? Everything led me here. To you. You're the boy from the circus. You got no place to hide. And I'm feeling like a villain, got a hunger inside. To hide Please. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing DC's new original series, Titans. The mature Teen Titans show that is on the new DC streaming platform. Is it good? Is it bad? Let's get to it. Now, um, real quick, I'm just going to give a quick synopsis about titans for anyone that doesn't know anything about teen titans and they're just listening to this because they like the podcast you know i mean we got a lot of podcasts we got a lot of different things um this happens to be one of our uh segments we've covered before we've talked about teen titans um go i talked a little bit about teen titans in the 2000s so just for anyone that hasn't listened to any of that teen titans is uh loosely based in the the same DC comics as Batman and the characters that are in it consist of uh, Dick Grayson played by Brenton uh, Thwaites Thwaites um, Corlandi who I think is Starfire I'm, I'm, I know I'm saying her, wrong, her name wrong Corlander I don't know, played by Anna Droop. And then we have Rachel Roth, who is playing Raven, um, played by Tegan Croft. And then we have Gar Logan, who is Beast Boy, played by Ryan Potter. So yeah, we've had um we've had some history with the Titans. First they were created in the, in the 60s with the the comics. Then we had the television show many people are aware of in the 2000s. And now we have Teen Titans Go who is uh has a, another television show who's kind of geared to a younger audi- audience um trying to pick up a younger demographic and they also have movies coming out with Teen Titans uh, Go which came out this year which we already have a podcast on uh, Kaylee and I covered that um, check that out um, yeah so after all of those Titans we have the mature Titans now I've seen uh, still shots and uh, just uh, marketing material that had to do with this specific show that DC was uh, releasing and I didn't know what to think about it. I mean, a lot of people were kind of giving it backlash because just of the visual style, but honestly I think many people didn't have an idea about what these characters were going to look like on screen and if they were going to be effective. So non-spoilery, I think that if you have extremely low expectations, if you are a non-critic and you are expecting bad writing, I think, and sometimes melodramatic acting, I think that you can you can tolerate this to a point where you might even enjoy it. 
And I think that was me. I My expectations were so low that, or it just, uh, like, I didn't know where to put it, or, like, how high my uh, excitement should be for it. But, one, it was really cool to see the Teen Titans uh, in live action. I wasn't sure if it was going to translate well. Um, visually, I think this does have uh, a style. The music really is better than it has any right to be. It's like whatever points they took from the uh, the acting set, acting column, they put them toward... Um, the the composition and music choice and um the the direction is great i think the weakest points of this show come from the the actors i think raven's character rachel croft is not a great actress she's doesn't emote very well which is this is solely based off the first episode um i think the acting between uh Brenton Thwaites as Robin and uh the other character Lindsay Gort who plays Amy Rohrbach is is next to god awful to bad but if you can get over how bad this writing is um then you might be able to really soak soak in the the theme and the direction that this um show is going for so it it first opens up with uh you know a, a nightmare scenario of uh Rachel uh Rachel Roth going um I don't know I think she sees uh, a death of uh someone related to um this is starting to go into the show if you haven't seen it so this is a schlocky bad fun uh show I think it's shot really well I'm gonna try to sum up really good if you haven't seen it. I think it's a schlocky good, as in terrible writing, not great acting, but when it comes down to the action and plot development and storytelling, I think it might have something to it. And if they got some better writers on there and maybe some uh, acting coaches to help some of these uh, actors emote a little bit, it seems like that that they take like the first take, they say, they, they're like, all right, now something terrible happened to somebody. Now give me a reaction, uh, uh, Croft. And she's like, "Oh no, he's trying to hurt me." And it's 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 uh, it doesn't feel authentic. Um, most of the takes feel like the actors did it on their first take, and they're like, "Great, well, we're, great, we're done." Um, but. I love the style. I love the 80s theme they have in the back, the sense. Um, so I... It's definitely worth a look. Is it worth buying the DC Network? I'm not sure. It's only one episode, so we'll have to come back on that. Um, yeah. Um, let's get into the spoiler section. So anyone that has... Uh, seen it we can talk about it just uh we're not gonna do a full scene by scene but we'll 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 discuss it in spoiler section so uh we are now in the spoiler section of titans um 
the acting from Tegan Croft is next to god awful. Um, it, it's borderline uh, student film level. I think the effects in this work excellent. The reaction, even the 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 power dynamic that comes from uh, whether it's Rachel Roth or Cord Cordlander. I don't know how to say uh, Starfire's name. Coriander. I, I guess that's how you say Coriander. Coriander. Um, I, her name is Starfire in the real thing. Or I, I guess they're changing the names of everyone to make it a little bit more grounded. So Robin's real name is going to be turned to Nightwing. And Coriander is Starfire, vice versa. And uh, Tegan Croft's character is Rachel Roth. And we get hardly none. Or we don't get anything of Ryan Potter's Beast Boy. Um, so uh, when it first opens up, I was like, what the hell's going on? Uh, the direction obviously was, was brilliant. What Tegan Croft brings as Raven is a fantastic look. And I thought I was going to have like another successful actress like Eleven. But she's not. She she does not have the acting chops. She's uh, I don't think she's been ne nearly as much. Um, this is this is her uh, her third credit on IMDb. So I don't want to go too. I want to, I don't want to bash her too much for being a new actress or anything like that, but clearly they need to, uh, they need to work with it a little bit more. Um, on a, on a drop, dry up. I, I'm saying it wrong probably, but she's at, she's, she's pretty fantastic with, uh, what she's given. Um, even though it's terrible writing, She's giving uh, a fantastic performance when it comes to the way she moves and the way she's realizing herself as uh, Coriander. And uh, I, I know I'm saying that wrong. I didn't get. I, I, I don't know what the name is, um, but Star as Starfire. Um, the looks work. I, I don't know if I said that in the spoiler uh, spoiler free section, but I thought that the visual style and the looks of the characters really did work. Um, it is a little cliche when it comes to, uh, fighting in the, uh, the alleyway with Robin, but I thought that scene kicked ass. I mean, in comparison to, um, a show that I really couldn't stand was so bad as bad. It's like Iron Fist. Iron Fist not only had bad writing, bad storytelling, bad direction, but it was also terribly choreographed. And so I think where this show succeeds is it might have not so great writing, but at least it has some sort of direction it's going in, as in they're bringing the characters together. So they do have something they're trying to say. But um, they this show succeeds on so many more levels than something as bad as Iron Fist because it has dope scenes with... Uh, uh, Brenton Thwaites as Robin kicking some kick, kicking some ass. Dick Grayson, he can't act, but he can kick some ass. And the way it was shot with uh, Brad Anderson, the director of uh, Session Nine, the Machinist in Trans Siberian, and The Call, um, and most recently The Center on USA, uh, a lot some of The Center on USA, um, 
he can he can direct like clearly um this guy's got chops um he's not responsible for writing it it was uh the creator was greg berlanti and geoff johns and akiva goldsman and uh a couple other creators um writers on it um greg berlanti is most uh famously known for shows shows and movies like uh well he directed love simon a lot of people like that um political animals on usa life as we know it and he was a screenwriter for uh, a story uh, he was he was on the writing team for green lantern so we have to say that um it might explain where the bad writing maybe uh maybe coming from a little bit he was on legends of uh tomorrow and uh he was on the flash he was a creator of the flash creator of arrow and he's a creator of supergirl so he's got a lot of uh comic book creds uh as of uh as an indi- uh, as a producer and and writer um but this A lot of good and a lot of bad with this. I would say it was better than I expected. It's definitely worth a look if you're even a little bit interested. Um, 13 episodes is going to be interesting to fill. I don't see that this season is going to sustain 13 episodes uh, at this level. The... The budget is going to be interesting to to watch because uh, you're going to have scenes like we see with Beast Boy at the beginning. He's a tiger at the beginning. Why would you choose a, a, a green glowing tiger as your animal in a uh, to steal some Xbox games? Um, first of all, the, the the actual things that are happening are not not terribly interesting. The introduction to Beast Boy, it was okay. Um, clearly, it was a little edgy. Uh, the CGI was not that great, um, in some places, and then other, when it shows him transforming back from, uh, a tiger into a person, I thought they did a, a fairly okay job for the type of budget that they're working with, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious what the, uh, what the staff plans to do when all of these, uh, titans are together and they're all using their different powers because it's it's kind of undefined for us as the viewer even even as television uh television watchers in uh the 20 the 2003 era um with those it was very undefined what each character was going to bring because um yeah we 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 didn't know what was going to happen um each one of them have such a different skill set. It sounds like it's going to be hella expensive and a uh, live action uh, universe to bring this to the forefront. But um, yeah, I thought generally it worked. The Jason Bourne memory loss of Starfire thing. Uh, I thought that was really cool how it was uh, brought to light. It was... it. It was jarring as the viewer. You're like, what the hell's going on? And you're kind of learning along with her what's going on. And uh, the only thing I didn't like was that little punch she did. And I mean, I understand she does like a, you know, and she's super strong. 
but um, it reminded me a little bit of Iron Fist, and uh, I, we don't want to go back that, down that road. Um, let me see. Anything else? The death of Raven's mother was just a little bit odd. Raven's power skill set seems a little bit. Um, it's it's the only it's only the first episode, so I don't want to, uh, you know, harp on it too bad. But it seems undefined. Um, she has like this alter ego, I guess. Kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Um, mm, Raven's mom, uh, Rachel or Rachel's mom, is. I had a terrible wig. Uh, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to deal with uh, Rachel and her mom, um, and all these uh, religious um, undertones that they were trying to fork at us at the very beginning. But um, yeah, I I thought it went in places I wasn't expecting, and I wasn't sure what to expect as a mature audience. Uh, watching this you know like who is who is this for like in some parts it feels like it should be like a cw special but in other it seems like a rated r cw special in some areas and maybe that's what it needs i don't know maybe see if we if we took like a cw show like the flash or the arrow or is it called the arrow i think it's just arrow um would would those shows be theoretically better if we made them rated r um, and I guess it just allows you to be a little bit more flexible with the type of content you're, you're saying and, uh, presenting, um, whether it's violence or sexual content or different, different things or drug, drug, drug use. Um, but yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised in uh in a weird way. I guess that's, that's. I, I might be selling a little bit extra, um, but yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna check out another episode. Um, I can't promise we're gonna do, um, podcast on this each week, but if we get good reviews and people are interested in thoughts and opinions and talking about it, and you want to write in, uh, let us know at Lucky Dog po- the Lucky Dog Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, everything you need to know is in the show notes. iPhone, Android applications we can find us anywhere um yeah so one more thing i was a little disappointed we didn't get to see uh cyborg and i'm not even sure if he's being advertised in this uh series so might not even get a cyborg yet so uh as as a cyborg fan i like i like seeing that and it might it might not be in the budget i mean that, that that's the type of thing that i'm not sure if they're trying to show on this uh this platform how real are we supposed to be getting because they can get kind of kind of ridiculous um but yeah that that raven um part when she jumps in that guy's throat and he's like he's it's crazy it's uh it's it's pretty horrific seeing all that i guess it was blood and black darkness come out of that guy's face i don't know it was it, it, it was it was crazy um yeah but i would definitely um if you're interested check it you know it's it's not worth sleeping on in my opinion I, I i hear people saying it's not worth even giving a look i think it's definitely worth giving a look so all right y'all take it easy sometimes when i feel the darkness it feels good.
mom. She says there's no such thing as monsters. I used to think that.